one. What's up, everybody? We're back with the Coast to Coast podcast. This week, we're doing all the free agency, uh, you know, frenzy. It's almost like its own season, uh, NFL free agency. So uh, it, it's been a good one so far. So uh, what's up, boys? How y'all doing? Doing just fine. Good night. Yeah, final week right. here at UO. Just finished. Hell yeah, hell yeah. Get them grades up. All right, so we'll just hop right into it. Uh, we'll go, like, position by position. First, we'll start with the quarterbacks. Uh, the Saints, uh, they brought back both of their uh, both their QBs. Obviously, Drew Brees, you know, sadly retiring. But, uh, you know, they got Hill and Winston both locked up. Uh, Hill got a, you know, a massive deal. And then – or not massive, but, you know, a pretty, you know, multi-year deal. And then Winston uh, back on the year. So, I'll start with Liam. Like, you know, what does it say? And who do you think is going to have the most fantasy value out of these guys? Oh, it's a really, really confusing situation because I think everyone at this point wants Jameis to be the starter. We saw what he did in, yes. you know, Tampa Bay. But at the same time, they just have this thing for Taysom Hill. I, I don't know why. I mean, I I know the contract's like voidable and everything like that. But, like, why are you paying this guy so much money? I think $8 is an overpay for this dude. Like, I don't think anyone would pay this much for this guy because he's a specific role. I mean, sure, he won them games, but – He's just not an NFL quarterback. And I, I don't know how old he is. I think he's like 30-something at this point. 30, almost. Let me check real quick. Uh, he's, he's exactly 30. 30, yeah. He'll be turning 31 at the start of the season. Yeah, so I think you got to run with Jameis. He's got a better arm. He's shown, you know, that he could be successful in the league. I think, you know, for this receiving core, which, you know, is depleted now. Uh, they lost Emmanuel Sanders. You know, they're just going to be – and Jared Cook. So they got their um, rookie tight end, Adam Trotman, and they got Michael Thomas. Give a guy that can throw the ball. I'm running with Jameis if I'm taking anyone. Yeah, same. I think he just has overall like a better talent and, uh, you know, better better skill set for what they want to do, you know, in the passing game. It's just uh, it's just weird. I don't really feel like any of these guys are like the long term. I think both of these guys are kind of transition quarterbacks and the Saints are – either going to make a massive move for, uh, you know, a big-time quarterback like a Russell Watson or, uh, you know, just look in the draft for someone because I think – I don't really think either of these guys are, like, here to stay that long, you know. Um, And then next, you know, another one-year deal, we got Ryan Fitzmagic going to the football team. I really like this move because we'll talk about it later. You know, they got their wide receiver too now and and Curtis Samuel, which I really love. And so I think this is a perfect, you know, veteran leader that – it will help them, you know, this young team develop, get that experience, because I still think they're, they're probably a year or two away from, you know, really, like, really, really competing. Um, so this is, like, a good just, like, transition quarterback until they find, like, their guy in the future. So, Jose, like, what do you have to say about this one? Yeah, I mean, I think Fitz at this point in his career is pretty much, like, the perfect transitional QB. I mean, we saw what he did um, a few years ago with Tampa Bay, and, you know, now obviously they're rating Super Bowl champs, and, you know, who knows if that's, you know, an omen for Miami soon to come. I mean, handing over the reins. Um, but I think he's going to be pretty good uh, in Washington. Hopefully they can they can get someone to develop under him, kind of like take him under his wing and eventually take over. But, uh, yeah, I think it's a solid pickup. I mean, it's going to be a high-powered offense as, you know, a Ryan Fitzpatrick-led offense typically is. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I'm excited for it. I'm excited to face him in the division. Um, yeah. Yeah, I think just to add on to that real quick, you know, you. Talking about, you know, deep threats, this guy is one that likes to throw the ball down the field, like Jose alluded to. In 2018, the beginning of the season, he was a monster for Tampa Bay, making Chris Godwin and Mike Evans just 
getting some nice balls to them. And when you're throwing to Terry McLaurin and Curtis Samuel, those guys are speedsters. They are deep threats. He's going to be amazing for this offense. You know, a pair of that defense, it's going to be looking like they might be division favorites out there competing with the Cowboys for this division. Yeah, I know. I like it too, just because like, yeah, fantasy wise, I mean, you got those two. You're still going to have Gibson and, uh, you know, uh, McKinnick. Um, McKissick, sorry, I'm going to butcher that. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm hyped for them. Uh, next, we got, like, probably the biggest, like, meme of the free agency, freaking Andy Dolan going to the Bears. This is, like, I don't know how many quarterbacks that have been in, like, that Andy Dalton mode that they've had now for the last, like, few years. And I heard something, the Bears have, like, never had a 4,000-yard passer, which is just, like, like dude. What? Come on. Like, yeah. I, I Was swear. Trubisky not a 4,000-yard passer, like, two seasons ago? His Pro Bowl season, no. And they made the playoffs? He wasn't? No. Damn. No. Probably not close, though, but, yeah, it's just crazy. I'll check um, so, I guess it's just, you know, I don't know if he's just going to be a full backup and they're going to go with, uh, you know, Trubisky. I mean, who knows? But, I mean, I don't really think yeah. this adds or detracts from any of their, like, the Bears' skill players, like, fantasy values. Just another – Another you know mid quarterback for Allen Robinson yeah. to get mad at so um, thirty two thousand thirty two hundred yards was what he had uh, wow. Mitchell Trubisky in his Pro Bowl season. Wow. Um, I don't really see anything out of this. He's basically Nick Foles at this point. I love him. I thought he did really well no, with the Cowboys. Better. Oh, I know. I think yeah, he did well. he's slightly better. He's better. Yeah, but I think still, he did well like, with the Cowboys. Right the same. But you got to put the perspective: the Cowboys have weapons. Weapons. Yeah. I, I mean, and, you know, and a shit division. You probably put Amari Cooper and uh, Allen Robinson up there in the same conversation, but uh, who's their wide receiver too that's even comparable to anyone that they have in the Cowboys? So I think it's going to be mean, hard for him. And a bad offensive that guy's line. Name? Javon Wims. No, 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 no. Uh, uh, oh, Mooney? Talking about Mooney? The guy who gets open, like, the guy who gets open at like, a ridiculous rate. Yeah, Mooney. Yeah, Mooney, Mooney. Darnell Mooney. Hopefully Dalton can hit him. I mean, Dalton had pretty good chemistry with like CD Lamb, um, mostly just with Amari though. I mean, I think him and him and Robinson they kind of have a pretty similar connection to him and Amari, similar to how he did with AJ Green. But um, yeah, I mean, I think it's just a solid like choice for them to go with. Obviously, they couldn't land Watson or Russell Wilson, so they threw a bag for Russell Wilson. You guys see that trade yeah. offer? Yeah. yeah, I mean, he deserves it though. Because that that would be oh. that would be dope, hundred percent. Yeah, and then finally we have a uh, you know journeyman Tyrod Taylor going to the Texans. I think a nice pickup because I feel like you know it's kind of inevitable that you're gonna you know end up losing Watson because he's either gonna you know hold out or you know eventually get traded. So I think this is a nice uh, transition again, like a Fitzpatrick and you know in a win in a Dalton. Uh, where they can you know, have him for a year, be kind of competitive, you know, he knows what he's doing, and then you know hopefully draft a quarterback for the future. But I, I don't really see much of this. I mean, it's you know it's Tyrod Taylor, like you know we we yeah. know what you're gonna get from him. So anything else to add? Nah, I mean he's gonna be the starter though. I can tell you that. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, facts. Um, I mean, so yeah. next we got the. Uh, oh, sorry. Go ahead, Jose. I mean, yeah, I was just gonna say like this move pretty much signals like the exodus of of Watson. Yeah. yeah, it yeah, was a big facts. contract. Big it was 12 and a half. Yeah. Texans, Texans stay making those moves. All right, now we got the uh, the running backs. We got the two Green Bay running backs. Um, head, well, now not anymore, but head scratcher, like Aaron Jones re-signing. I think we all, like, you know, that was, like, the least likely thing that we uh, 
we predicted with Aaron Jones. Um, I mean, so fantasy wise, I mean, you're still, you know, probably going to get the same, you know, the same volume with him that you've been getting the last couple of years, but still just like, damn, we really want to see him unleashed on, on another team. Yeah. So like, Liam, what do you have to say about this? I was so mad when I saw this deal go through. I'm like, are you kidding me? I mean, sure, he probably deserves to get paid that much. I don't think that was in question. But mm-hmm. you've got A.J. Dillon. This guy's a freak athlete, 245-plus pounds. You know, runs yeah. like a you know runs like a truck. He's a little bit – it's like him, Najee Harris, and Derrick Henry are going to be – I mean, obviously Derrick Henry is leading that class. But, you know, some big boys yeah. that can run. I mean, I think Darren, Aaron Jones has been successful, but to go out and spend that money when you could have gone out and got a wide receiver, I mean, obviously they still can. They could still get forward, but I don't think they have enough money at this point because they let their all-pro center walk. I thought it was a horrendous yep. deal. I mean, I don't care if he goes for like 1,200 yards and 15 touchdowns. I don't think it was a bad deal. Uh, I don't know what's going on with this Packers front office. They've made a lot of questionable moves, and they haven't been able to prove anything of it. Aaron Rodgers is a year older. Get him a weapon. That's, you know, outside of Devontae Adams and Rob Tanyan, who they haven't even re-signed yet. Uh, horrendous move, in my opinion. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if it's a horrendous move. I think for for Aaron Jones' like, sake, I think it's a pretty good move, especially fantasy-wise. Like, we know what we're going to get out of him. And we know, like, the type of player that he is. But they also did lose Corey Lindsley. So, you know, maybe his, his run is a little bit, uh, you know, impaired. But, I mean – Solid move. I think the Packers at this point, like, they just have to keep the weapons that they do have because we know they're not really going to go out and get more. But obviously, you know, you're disappointed as a Packers fan and as just an NFL fan in general. I mean, I just think about it like you gave him a four-year contract and I'm pretty yeah. sure uh, what's his name's contract is going to be up by then, which I think just makes it useless. Uh, uh, no, I think uh, – was it? A.J. Dillon's contract's going to be up by then, if oh. I'm not wrong. I'm trying to see where did he go. Okay, so, yeah, he went second round, 30th overall. Just, like, looking at the other mm-hmm. guys that, like, went after him that they could have got. Um, I mean, nothing too crazy, but, like, there could have been other pieces that they could have gone if they are just going to re-sign this guy and then. So, just not an yeah. ideal, ideal use of their money, mm-hmm. in my opinion. Yeah. yeah, same. I feel the same exact way. Just like, damn, bro. I, I really would have rather seen them with another wide receiver and no Aaron Jones and just patch it together with Williams and, and Dylan than, you know, just keep Aaron Jones because it's just it's just boring for them. It's, you know, it's just like boring fantasy-wise and they just could have handled their money a lot better. But um, anyways, next, uh, Jamal Williams, uh, you know, formerly on the, the Packers, now going to the Lions. Another head scratcher because it's like, dude, the Lions, it's like – how many running backs do you need, bro? Like, and it's just like, can yeah. we just like commit to Swift and just let him be like the workhorse? And Please. you know, I mean, you still have, you still have like, well, they still have Adrian Peterson. You still have, you probably at least do five they? other guys that. No, I, I'm not really sure. I don't know. I don't else. think so. Like, I, I think he's still a free agent. But they do yeah, have. They always have the guys. They always have guys, though. Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. they, always they always have like have a guys five. That you Exactly. So it just doesn't make any sense. I would just develop Swift. So I don't know, Jose, what you yes. have to say? Yeah, I feel the same way. I was really hoping, you know, for a Swift breakout season. I mean, we could still see it, but obviously Jamal Williams is going to hold him back a little bit. Um, 
I mean, I think Jamal Williams is a good running back. I don't know if he's, you know, good enough to be the sole starter. So for that reason, he's probably going to split carries with Swift, which is just aggravating. But I mean, hopefully, you know, by by midseason, the Lions realize that, you know, Swift is the guy to go with and they'll just unleash him. Yeah. I mean, the problem is that Jamal Williams is a third down back and he's also a power back. So he'll be getting a lot of receiving work and he'll also be getting a lot of goal line work, which really hinders DeAndre Swift's progress, which I don't even want to draft him at this point. I didn't want to draft him to begin with, I think, because of such a bad situation the Lions are in. But this just further solidifies that it's he's probably going to drop in draft boards regard of the from this probably to the third round. Like I think the latest, he probably was a second Past round third pick. Round. Yeah, who knows? But yeah, I put someone like Dobbins above him at this point. So that's what I gotta say. I mean, I um, what's it called? What Never mind, I forgot. <laughs> Uh, hey, Sean. If it comes back, let us know, though. Uh, next, we got yeah. Marlon Mack uh, returning to the Colts, um, which I think is a nice signing because I'm hoping that he's just going to be a, a backup and then they'll let Taylor, you know, uh, get a lot of the work, but we'll see. Um, so, like, Jose, like, how are you feeling about Mack going, uh, going back oh, to the oh, Colts? Yeah, okay. I'll touch on Mack right now, but I just it just came back to me. <laughs> oh, do, 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 you guys think, do that right now, though. Yeah. Do you guys think if Swift – didn't drop that touchdown week one in the end zone, he would be like their undisputed starter right now. Yes. 100%. Yes. That was such a pressure like, on him. Lions conspiracy theory. 100%, bro. <laughs> That's so unlucky. But um, yeah, back so to the So unlucky. I, yeah, this move, like when I saw the notification on my phone, I was just like, <laughs> Because like, Jonathan Taylor is one of the guys I'm really uh, high on for next year. And, I mean, it is only a one-year, two-mil deal, so I really hope they don't, like, use him as a starter. But, like, as, like, a 60-40 or, like, a even hopefully less than that uh, with Taylor. I just – I want Taylor to be unleashed. So, I mean, solid move if he's a backup, if he's a backup. Well, yeah. I mean, you still got to look at it. There's four guys on that team that are going to get carries. Naheem Himes is going to get the third down work. Uh, Jordan Wilkins still played really good last year. Marlon Mack was a thousand yard, uh, almost eleven uh, hundred yard rusher a couple years ago, and you still got Jonathan Taylor. I think Jonathan Taylor is the, easily the most talented out of them, regardless. I mean, we saw what he did in college, uh, but it just makes it hard for people to want to be a you know group for the Colts uh, running back core in fantasy because this is such a sticky situation. You don't know who's going to get carries because you know Frank Wright might just throw some random stuff out there. We don't know who's Carson Wentz going to want to work with better. So mm-hmm. we don't know. It's a whole like yeah. scheme change, I think, going on. So it's going to be questionable yeah. for fancy owners. I mean, they could, just... they could easily go to an RBBC similar to how the Eagles were in 2017. Yeah. I mean, I think we're at the look at training camps. If you, you know, you don't do your drafts before that to see like what goes on there. Yeah. Who's winning the training camp battles, et cetera. Yeah. That's yeah. definitely Hopefully something to monitor. Hopefully. Um, so now we're going to the wide receivers. Um, so first of all, we got Corey Davis, who uh, I think we all, you know, I at least I know, but I feel like we all really want him to stay with the Titans just to be that solid wide receiver too. But he's with the Jets. Uh, this is really, you know, going to be something interesting because I think we all know he's super talented, that he can be a solid, you know, flex option. But it's really just going to depend on who they got at quarterback. Uh, which we don't know yet. So, um, Liam, what do you think about Davis going to the Jets? 
Yeah, I think it's an interesting situation, one that we were really talking about on last week's episode, talking about uh, like what's going to happen. But, I mean, this guy was a stud at Western Michigan. Obviously, back in college is where we saw his most promise, you know, playing like, you know, I think he might have been a two-time Balintacomp winner, which is absolutely ridiculous. But, um, Insane. you know, hope, hope to see something like that, him lossy, develop alongside Denzel Mims, something that we talked about in last week's episode. Um, I still think they need to get another wide receiver option. They're probably going to go Zach Wilson at this point in the draft, unless, you know, they shock the world and they keep Darnold. But I think Darnold's going to get traded probably to a team like Washington. I feel like to play behind Fitzmagic. And yeah, I think, you know, like we said, the last week's episode, Corey Davis is probably going to go for 900 yards and like seven touchdowns at the most. So that's what I see. Yeah. I mean, similar, similar thoughts. I mean, Corey Davis, I don't think he's a wide receiver one, but I think as the Jets wide receiver one, he will probably be pretty solid, like decent. Um, you know, not going to blow anything out the water, though. But if he does have, you know, Justin Fields or Zach Wilson or whoever, I think his upside is better than if with Sam Donald, for sure. Yeah, and I mean, um, Jamison Crowder was someone that he had, like, when he was actually healthy and playing, he had, like, really nice games uh, despite mm-hmm. – uh, you know, who was out there at quarterback. So I think, you know, get someone like, like Corey Davis, who I think is, you know, probably more talented than, uh, than him, than Crowder. Uh, is, is he still know, there? It's a, it's a good sign. I don't know. Is he still there? Crowder? I think so. Jameson Crowder, yes, he's still there. Okay. Yeah, is he, yeah, yeah he's, is he not a free agent? He's still under contract. He is he's still under contract. contract. He got a big contract sure. when, when he was on Washington. I mean, I might cut him, though, to be honest. He's a good yeah. slot guy. He's one of the better ones. Yeah, he's a great slot guy. But we'll see. We'll yeah, see. definitely. Um, next, we got Nelson Aguilar uh, dropping babies himself. He's never he's never going to live that one out. Uh, going to the Patriots, who, I mean, had a freaking frenzy of free agent yeah. signings. They just splurged. Uh, they were spending like crazy. Um, so, you know, yeah, Aguilar, the Patriots. Cam's got a new weapon. Jose, what do you have to say about this? Um, I mean, I don't love it, but I think it's a, it's a solid a solid pickup. I think he'll fill a similar role to um, Philip Dorsett a couple of years ago, kind of just like that, you know, deep threat guy. Um, but I think Aguilar is probably more consistent than Dorsett. Uh, he definitely had, you know, his career year last year. Uh, let's hope he can keep that up with the Pats. I mean, if you can do it on the Raiders, I think you can do it on the Pats. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I mean – Looking at the situation, he's got – I mean, we obviously don't – I don't have him on the list because I don't think he was that important. But, like, Kendrick Bourne's also there. They still got mm-hmm. uh, Jacoby Myers, who played solid. And then, obviously, their two big tight end pickups, which we'll get to later. Um, I think he could have a solid season. Uh, I think everything is on Cam this next season. He has the most pressure out of anyone, in my opinion. Yep. If he doesn't deliver, he can't – you know, if he's able to throw the ball to Aguilar deep down the field, like, that's where he's best um, – it's going to be um, an end of a career for Cam, in my opinion, if he doesn't keep it up. Most likely, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Because I mean, yeah, now he has some some better some better weapons. I just don't really like Aguilar's upside because, like you guys said, I mean, he is a deep threat, and I think with Cam, you know, unless you know his shoulder is magically repaired or something happens, you know, we we saw that he's not really the best at deep balls. He's a you know a short intermediate passer now. Um, so I think like guys, you know, like the tight ends, we'll get to them are going to eat, but I just am worried about Aguilar for sure. I don't think he'll be as consistent as good as he was on the, on the Raiders. Um, and then next 
Uh, Emmanuel Sanders uh, going to the Bills, which I think is a really nice uh, fill-in for for John Brown, uh, you know, a veteran guy, uh, you know, just solid, solid. You know, he's still going. It seems like he doesn't even age. Um, so what do you guys have to say about this one? Yeah, I mean, I think he's literally like a, like a John Brown light almost. He might yeah. like he get injured more than John Brown, though. Um, yeah. I don't know. Just, just a solid pickup. I, I hope he doesn't take too many snaps away from Corey – or not Corey, uh, Gabriel Davis. Because uh, I really like Gabe Davis. I want him to take a step up in that offense. Yeah, I'd imagine that Sanders is kind of like a backup problem in case, you know, Cole Beasley goes down with injury or he somehow regresses. But, I mean, Emmanuel Sanders, you know, he's a lot slower than Brown, so they're losing that vertical threat. But they still got, you know, Stephon Diggs who can literally do anything. But, um, yeah, I'd imagine, he, you know, he's going to play solid him and uh, Cole Beasley alternating who's going to get the slot work sometimes. So, you know, I can't imagine he's going to do much um, in the Bills offense. I think he'll just be a reliable veteran that, you know, has got solid hands and he can make some plays out there every once in a while. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, definitely. A, ni- a nice backup to have, too, because, I mean, Sanders has been doing his thing for a while. Uh, but speaking of John Brown, he's going to the Raiders. Um, you know, not really sure what their offense is going to look like uh, next year. But, uh, Liam, what do you have to say about this one? Yeah, I mean, they cut ties with um, Aussie Aguilar and uh, they cut ties with Tyrell Williams, who had been injured uh, for them, didn't play last season. But now looking like the depth charts, wide receiver one, uh, Henry Ruggs out there, then John Brown and Hunter Renfro, which, you know, a lot of small guys didn't really have a big go up and get it guy. I know they got Brian Edwards in the draft last year, but he didn't really show too, too much promise. So uh, looking for Derek Carr to throw, you know, he's got to get a lot of deep balls off. He wants to get to these guys. But the one problem is, they lost four out of the five starters on their offensive line just because they decided to get rid of them all. Not like they all left in free agency. They literally traded two of them. Actually, wait. No, they traded three of them, actually, and then one of them retired. So uh, not looking good for the Raiders, though. I mean, I don't know how much value John Brown's going to bring if he can't get deep balls thrown to him because they're getting so much pressure on the Raiders. Yeah. I mean, dude, it's just such a Raiders-ass pickup. Like, I know. I was was going to say that. I was like, this is like the most Raiders like receiver ever. That's how like, dude, Dalton, like he's the most Bears quarterback. It's just like these teams keep making like the same moves, bro. Yeah. It's like doing the same fucking thing and just not getting results. Like the Raiders, it's like when they signed AB. It's like, like why? (laughs) Well, they didn't sign it. They traded for him. Oh, yeah. They traded for AB. They traded. Yeah, and they got nothing. It's just like the Raiders, I just think they don't know, have a single clue like how to run a team at this point. Yeah, I know. They got one. I'm not saying I do either, but. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, they get rid of that many offensive linemen. When you get rid of Trent Brown, I know he's getting paid a lot of money, but he's a solid right tackle. Roddy Hudson's yes. one of the best centers in the league. I mean, obviously, they lost Richie Incognito, and Gabe Jackson was a heavy cap hit, but still a solid left mm-hmm. guard to lose yep. all those guys in one offseason. And you're keeping probably the weakest link of them all, Colton Miller, who, uh, despite a bad rookie season, is still playing solid. You have to fill four offensive line starting positions. And, I mean, unless they go out, you know, they sign Mitchell Schwartz, who's still out there in free agency. They still have to fill out all those other positions. It's going to be rough out there for the – Raiders. That's all I got to say. Yeah, I don't know what they're doing. I have no idea what they're doing. Bottom of the division yeah. finish. Hot take. 
it will be the worst Dude, team that I've windless, ever. windless. <laughs> like <laughs> they'll win like four games out yeah, of seventeen. Uh, who who hot, are they beating? Hot hot take. Who are they the beating? Chiefs. Washington. The Chiefs. <laughs> they'll get what some you, random wins in there. What do you think they'll beat the Chiefs? I mean, they beat the Chiefs uh, last year. He's yeah, that's 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 why I said. It. I mean, the Broncos. The Broncos are probably going to be just as bad. Yeah, probably. I mean, pretty bad. The Broncos. I mean, they still. I mean, they kept Justin Simmons. They the still Texans, have Von Miller. If they play the Texans, that would be a win. okay. Yeah, Texans. Let me see their schedule. All right, All right we'll move on next one. You bring it. You, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I got you. All right. Um. So next, uh, I, I I honestly cringed when I saw the signing, uh, Marvin <laughs> Jones to the Jaguars. Just because I, I just want them, I just want more snaps for Shark and for Chenault. I like both of those guys a lot. Um, and you know, with you know, most likely Lawrence or whoever they're gonna get, uh, it's just tough. Just just for those two alone, that, like that's why. Um, but you know, solid signing, like overall, just adding depth to the receiving core. So like, uh, Liam, what do you think? Yeah, I mean, oh, that pissed me off of Chenault because I mean, sure, Marvin Jones, you know. I think he's a very underweighted wide receiver, but to throw him in that mix of like, cause you know, they like Keelan Cole for some reason. I know they're going to favor. We don't know what Austin, we don't know what Urban Meyer is going to like, but Urban Meyer went out and got this guy. So we also got some, he also likes something about him. So, you know, you got four guys up there, some solid value, but uh, it's just a sticky situation for Jacksonville. Yeah. I mean, the receiver cores in Jacksonville, I feel like are always these kind of type of, Receivers, he's kind of like a like an A Rob back when A Rob was on the Jags. Um, you know, Marvin Jones, he's he might have a damn good season though. I have a feeling like he's gonna get hot and they're just gonna keep throwing it to him, similar to how Chark um, had his season a few years ago. I feel like Marvin Jones could very easily take over the wide receiver one role of this team. Well, yeah, we saw what he did last year without Kenny Galladay. He was electric. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. He so, could go off. Sne- sneaky, yeah, sneaky, solid option. And also, I mean, he's, like, one of those guys that every, like, fourth or fifth game, he's dropping, like, 30 points for you on your fantasy mm-hmm. team. It's just, like, Dude, he could like, be – he could low-key be, like, the digs of next year. Oh, that's uh, that's a hot take. Uh, I'd say hot take. Maybe not – Maybe not to the same extent. Maybe not to the same extent, but, like, yeah, a guy that you I, get I in the late rounds. Yeah. yeah. I can believe you. He's a sleeper. He's a sleeper. Sleeper for sure. I think. I honestly think. Yeah, that's a good take. I think. Uh, we're well, not good. That digs. That that was a stretch. <laughs> but I what you're saying. Nah, I got you. I think they're gonna kind of be like Carolina, where like all three of them, I think, are gonna be you know pretty viable. Like you, you know, you never really know who's like gonna have the best day, but you know, like there's probably all gonna be like within like the ten point range or something. So. Uh-huh. Um, and then speaking of the Panthers, we got a uh, Curtis Samuel. Super excited for this. You know, I think all of the receivers that we did our last episode, we all kind of put them with the football team because they're, you know, desperately looking for that wide receiver too. They got it. I'm, you know, I'm excited for this. Like Jose, how you feeling? Yeah, I mean, I really love uh, Curtis Samuel, a guy that really broke out for me last season. Um, and I think with you know, with a guy like uh, Fitzpatrick at the helm, is he definitely going to be, you know, a, a much better option? They're going to give him, you know, snaps pretty much everywhere at running back, at wide receiver. He's going to be out there. He's going to be, you know, making plays in the deep, in the slot. I just, I just love everything about this signing, to be honest. Yeah, I can't go wrong. With the, I mean, 
there's no reason not to like this signing. You got a quarterback that likes to throw the ball down the field with uh, Fitzpatrick, so that's a good thing to know. Uh, Ron Rivera is going to incorporate this guy, you know, in a mixed run game. You know, he's got three running options. He's got McKissick. He's got uh, Antonio Gibson now. He's got Curtis Samuel to do some jet sweep stuff. I think it's going to, you know, Ron Rivera. Ron Rivera has a lot of things like at his disposal, and I think Curtis Samuel's fancy value is going to climb. And if he's not high in drafts, take a shot on him, as you know, mm-hmm. a high flex yep. or even a low wide. He receiver. won't be high. He will not go yeah. high. He will not. No, I said a high flex. Oh no, yeah, but I'm saying like he will not go early rounds. I think that's his yeah. He's definitely going to be a sleeper. He could yeah. though. Yeah. Um. Did Rivera ever coach Samuel before? He did, right? His rookie year. Maybe. But yeah, still, maybe have that Carolina connection, years, though. So, yeah, this yeah, guy's a talented uh-huh. guy. I think it's good, though, for DJ Moore and Robbie Anderson. We know it's a more solidified wide receiver core. Probably, you know, just going to be those two guys. They need to get a tight end still. But then I think it's good for both sides. I think Panthers, you know, now they know for fantasy-wise, you know, DJ Moore and uh, Robbie Anderson are going to be solid pickups. And Curtis Samuel hopefully gets unleashed here in Washington. Yeah, I love DJ Moore now. His value goes up, up, up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I also still like Robbie Anderson. I mean, last year he was like, you know, wide receiver. Oh. He was in like the top 10 for, I think, at least for like a while. The quarter, he was like the half the year. Receiving your like leader at like now. week eight. Yeah. 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 He had a really good season. I still feel like he's not even going to really get upgraded from his position last year. So, like, yeah, the both Washington guys, both Panthers guys, you guys said it, like, definitely going to be like sneaky pickups for sure. Um, that's probably that's honestly probably my favorite wide receiver acquisition so far. I don't know how you guys are feeling. Like that's probably my favorite, like best yeah. fit. Like I, that's my favorite. Like I mean, far. I know there's some ones mm-hmm. that I mean could be breaking later tonight. We don't know. I know Kenny Galladay. Oh, yeah, been, sure. There's still some. Kenny Galladay's been rumored to go to New York. I, I don't really like that signing at all. Jets uh, think, or Jets? No, to the Giants. He's been rumored to heavy. Yeah, <laughs> we still don't know where Juju's going. We don't know where Will Fuller's going. There's still a lot of guys out there in the market. Uh, we don't know where they're going to end up next season. Yeah, probably yeah. the three biggest guys uh, of the wide receiver class still haven't gone yet. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah. do we have a live update going? I, I, I'm keeping track. Yes, I've been tracking. Yeah, yeah. okay. We'll, we'll all get it. I think Van Noy um, just signed. Van Noy. Yeah, he just resigned the Patriots. Good signing. They got two solid outside linebackers. So good thing to see yep nice and then uh yeah finally we got aj green going to the cardinals um who i think was was pretty washed last year i'm not even gonna lie um larry fitzgerald 2.0 wash. he's gonna be literally literally last, a from last dinosaur year. yeah yes. literally i mean um, so virtually no value yeah um yeah i hope larry fitz just retires <laughs> To be honest. Um, but AJ Green, like, why? Like, why sign this guy? <laughs> I think because I just think, like, I mean, he did, I don't know, like, because he had his moments last year and, like, he did get he a lot of targets. He got targeted so much. Yeah, he got targeted. I mean, so, okay. I, so I don't really know if think it's just, it. like, good defense or just, like, not a connection or if it was really just, like, his. I, I didn't really watch the Bengals that much. So I feel like I don't know, really yeah. know if it was, like, his age and his skill set or just, like, other factors, but. I mean, think of it this way. In the past, like, two, three seasons, the Bengals' wide receiver development has been crazy. We've got John Ross that had a breakout season, like, start before he got hurt. We had 
um, what's his face? T. Higgins yeah. last year broke out. Boy, yeah, boy. Out. maybe you know they're thinking they bring AJ Green. They take you know they take their young guys like Kirk, uh, and I mean obviously Hop, uh, and put him under his wing, and maybe you know they have that same type of breakout. Maybe that's what they were thinking. But as far as like fantasy value, this is he's basically useless at this point. It's a good veteran pickup, though. I agree. Andy yes, Isabella yeah. and Christian, Christian Kirk, two huge yeah. deep threat guys that they might be able to have AJ Green. Yeah. Oh, I forgot about Isabella. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And also, if he can just give like a little bit of production, he would be a nice, you know, complement to D Hop, someone that could alleviate like some of the defensive pressure off, off D Hop because you know he's going to get a ton of attention. So, um, yeah, not really good fantasy value, but yeah, for sure, like a solid pickup. Like, uh, next, uh, you know, tight ends, uh, two, you know, two of the big Patriots signings. They got Johnny Smith and Hunter Henry, uh, two guys that I think were, you know, both in, I think both in all of our top tens, but I don't think I had, actually, I don't think I had a Henry, but two guys that I think we all really like that have, you know, top 10, maybe even like top five potential in the right situation. Um, but now they're yeah. both on the Patriots. Um, so I don't know, Liam, how are how you thinking? How are you feeling? Yeah, I mean, I don't know who I like more because uh, we've seen Belichick praise both these guys heavy and then brought them in this year. Um, Johnny obviously got a longer contract, but uh, I don't know if that really makes a difference. I think John is, you know, a guy that can has more speed, but Hunter Henry's more of a possession guy. So we don't know what we're going to get. I mean, you might just want to think like, because, you know, it's going back to the tight end duo that they had, Aussie Aaron Hernandez with uh, Rob Gronkowski. But like, you might yeah. like, do you want to like think, oh, like who's more like Gronk or do you think, oh, they're not going to do that? Who's more speedster? I don't know. I I have a feeling that it's going to be Jonu Smith. I don't know why. I feel like he's more versatile than Hunter Henry, but it's just mm-hmm. stay away from him and fancy. There's no need yeah. to pick one unless we see it in the middle of the season that one of them is decent, maybe pick him up, but no. Yeah, um, same. Good for the team. I mean, immediately as soon as they signed, I saw people on Twitter calling this Aaron Hernandez Gronk 2.0. And I think neither of these guys are as talented as either of those guys. But Yeah, 100%. Um, I mean, the, the Pats love to run multi-tight end sets. I mean, they're basically the pioneers of that like formation. Um, and they haven't had good tight ends the past two seasons. So, I mean, who knows how they're going to – how they're going to uh, – how they're going to run it. I think it'll probably be Jonu Smith for most of their receiving work and mostly just like, as you said, like possession and stuff, but yeah, just stay away from them. Um, don't, don't want to, it sucks. They're both now out of my top 10. Yeah. Yeah. Same. I just don't really look at them as options anymore. Um, yeah. Like you said, Liam, like really good for the team. Cause it fits that two tie So I just, it is really disrespectful that like people are like comparing them to Gronk and Hernandez because oh. Like, yeah. both those guys, I mean, Hernandez was a monster. Gronk, I mean, Gronk, you know, arguably the greatest. Generational talent, yeah. Generational talent. I mean, both those guys were insane. And just, like, I mean, these guys are both solid tight ends. They're really solid. But, like, come on now. Like, we can't disrespect those guys. But uh, I, unless one of them gets, like, injured and, like, out for the year or something, like, if something, like, you know, terrible and drastic happens – yeah, it's just going to be something to monitor. I think it'd just be more of like a 50-50, like 60-40 split. Uh, speaking of Gronk, coming back to the Bucks, they're running it back. They, you know, they're running it back. Crazy. It's crazy how they're 
they run in a bag. It's crazy how they're like signing everybody. It, I don't really think they've lost like too many pieces, which is crazy. Uh, I don't know where they're getting this money from, but uh, you know, Jose, how you feeling about Gronk uh, coming back to the Bucks? I mean, I really hope he comes, you know, to training camp in shape. I really hope, you know, he takes the season seriously and really, you know, has a good overall season because he had a good season last year, but he started off so terribly to the point where we were probably in like the biggest bust, you know, of this season, of last season. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I really hope he just comes out like guns blazing, like, you know, revenge tour, like 2.0, you know, Gronk and Brady. But I mean, I, I like it for, for the, for the Bucks. Yeah, I mean, we saw he played in the Super Bowl, had a really, really good game there. Um, don't know what the fancy value again is going to look like. You still got Cameron Bright there. O.J. Howard probably going to get traded in the next couple of days. We'll see what his fancy value looks like. But just solid for the team. Uh, you know, good blocker, decent hands. Um, hope he does a, has a better season than what we expected out of him last year. I'll leave it as that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. And then uh, our final tight end, uh, Gerald Everett, someone who uh, you know had his moments. Uh, I think most notably that you know that regular season fantasy Super Bowl against the uh, uh, against the Chiefs. Yeah. Uh, but besides that, someone that hasn't really you know done too much uh, fantasy wise. Not really that. It's a Seahawks tight end. Yeah, exactly. It's gonna be a Seahawks tight end. I don't really see that much value uh, coming from him. Uh, you know, might have a game or two or. Maybe it's a couple touchdowns or something, but I don't know. You guys got anything else to add? Well, no, I mean, like, he's a typical Seahawks tight end. Like, they just signed, like, random guys that are, like, I don't know, like, have potential. Like, I don't know. Like, they always have a random core. They still got Disley, uh, Jacob Hollister. I mean, obviously, Greg Olson retired. We don't know what they're – like, is he going to be the guy for them? Who knows? Interesting situation. Um, Is uh, is Higby unleashed now? I hope so. I hope so. I could see. I hey, could I see hope so. Maybe not unleash, but I think he'll like he'll end up maybe being like a top five tight end. But it's like he's so far behind like the rest of the four guys. It's like yeah, yeah. I feel but that. I, maybe I, not I top five, it. but I mean, Stafford and Hawkinson had a you know had a really solid connection. But to be fair, I think Haw- Hawkinson is much more talented. Yeah, miles ahead. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, we'll see. Um, and then finally, we're just gonna kind of rapid fire through these. Uh, you know, these other guys, you know, free agents that we thought were, uh, you know, pretty important just in real football. And a couple of them, you know, kind of help out, you know, fantasy-wise, like, you know, some of the offensive guys. Uh, but I'll start off with Bud Dupree, uh, you know, Steelers guy, uh, going to the Titans, who they desperately needed some defense. Uh, so I think this is a really good signing for them. Uh, I'll start with Jose. Like, what do you think? Yeah, I mean, I think number one thing they had to address this season was their pass rush. Uh and like just their defense overall. I mean, Bud Dupree is, you know, one of the best outside guys um, in the league. I think it's a great pick up. Um, I think he's what they expected, you know, Clowney to be for them. Uh, and hopefully he produces. I really hope, you know, he can bolster this, this tight end pass rush. Yeah. And I think just wrapping it up, I think it's perfect alongside Harold Landry. Harold Landry, just take another step, have two guys, you know, obviously not the status of what TJ Watt was, but. You know, I think Mike Vrabel finally can be able to get a pass rush, which is going to be good for this Tennessee team. How much did he sign for? Uh, five years, 85. It was something or yeah, something Jeez. huge. Okay, okay. Dude, Hassan Reddick signed for one year, 8 million, and he's in his prime. 
Five year, eighty two. Like and a half. Why is Hassan Reddick not getting a bag? Yeah, I mean Hassan Reddick had one breakout season though. That's the thing. But Dupree's been solid. Yeah, but he's also twenty six. That's like, true. Sedarius Smith last year got like four years, damn near seventy million. This year, Trey Hendrickson got four years, sixty, and he's only had like one or two good seasons. Like Hassan Reddick is like one of the best, uh, you know, outside edges in the league. To get one year, eight million when you're twenty six, that's steal. A, a big risk. It's a big risk, but it's a steal for the Panthers. Yeah. Yeah, I really hope he can. Yeah. You know, I really hope he wins. He bet. He bet on himself. I hope he wins. Yeah, definitely. Next, we got uh, Yannick Ngakwe, uh, one of the Raiders, uh, someone that I thought was going to be really good on the uh, on the Vikings last year, but their defense was god awful. Uh, now he's on the Raiders. Um, just I don't really know. He, I, he just had a pretty mid season last year, so I'm not not really sure how I'm feeling about this. We'll see if he can bounce back on the Raiders. But like Jose, how you feeling? Yeah, Yannick Ngakwe, I mean, solid solid addition. Um, you know, next to – across from Crosby, I mean, just just a solid guy. Also a Raiders ass pickup, though. <laughs> they got, they got <laughs> him, like, right when he's not good – like, not that good anymore. Like, they got him, yeah. like, four years too late. Yeah, I mean, he's kind of like – he's kind of like the same level that Khalil Mack is now. Like, for them. Like, I don't know. Whoa. That's that, that a steep take. You really? Khalil Mack gets you double you, teamed okay. a lot. Khalil Mack gets double yes, teamed a lot. He's yes, still a great, yes, great player. Yeah. But like, Khalil, Khalil Mack has slowly been declining. Oh, he's not the DPOY he used to be. No, definitely. Yeah, yeah exactly. That's facts. I think it's a solid pickup, though. He's just the worst Khalil Mack. But it's I mean, worst Khalil Mack. Their edge rushers don't sound that good, though. Max Crosby and Yannick Ngakwe don't have a lot of faith in this team. I think this Raiders defense is still below average, so. I mean, I hope he does well. Honestly, I don't want him to do bad, but I, I think his his floor, I mean, ceiling's like eight sacks. Who did the didn't the Jags sign someone like another edge though? The Jags? Shaq Griffin. Uh, Shaq Griffin. They signed Shaq Griffin. Oh, the, Shaq Griffin has well, no, he's a corner. Oh wait, no, no. I, who did they sign? Oh no, I, I think they I, signed I, another edge. Uh... Or did I read Shaq Griffin as Shaq Barrett? I might have read Shaq Griffin as Shaq Barrett. That's probably what you saw. Shaq Barrett resigned. <laughs> yeah, Shaq yeah, Barrett. But who, who did they get? They did get Shaq Griffin, right? The Jags? Yes. Yeah, they, they did. They get got the signed. Seahawks corner, who's very solid. Yeah, that was yeah, a really solid nice. pickup for them, big time. Okay. Oh, they signed Jahad Ward. I don't know who the fuck that is. Yeah. Um, but next we got Corey Lindsley uh, going to the Chargers. Big time Great move. Uh, we love this. We, you know, protect our boy Herbert at all costs. Uh, you know, you have a franchise quarterback with him, so you got invest in the O line early. Great, great pickup. Uh, I got, I got a feeling we all love this. Um, I don't know, Liam, what, how you feeling? Top five pickup in the free agency. I, I went crazy yep. when I saw this happen. I thought it was honestly yeah, stupid. I gave my point already about Aaron Jones over Gordon Lindsay. Stupid, but great deal. They got yeah. Brian Bulaga on the right tackle. They got Corey Lindsay in the middle. Get a left tackle and you're solid. Yep. Yep. I mean, uh, I mean, dude, they've got now taken the Packers center and uh, yeah tackle from last year. So like, it's a great, it's a great addition. I love it. I love it for um, what's his name, Eckler. I love it for 
just the Chargers in general. I mean, a five-year deal for a great center, probably a top, you know, three, four center in the league right now. I'll say, speaking of another center pickup that we did not mention that I did not put in here, Alex Mack. Uh, Alex Mack to the Niners. Love that. Yeah. And Rodney Hilton to the Cardinals. That's, oh, that's we're later on the list. Yeah, we're going to get to that. that. I really like that, too. Um, next, uh, I think a really uh, another really great move, uh, John Johnson III going to the Browns. Uh, this is a, a really, really solid safety is, uh, you know, on the Rams. Um, and going to the Browns, which I think – you know, help solve, you know, a pretty, a pretty big weakness. I mean, they have, uh, what's his name? Uh, he's hit. No, not oh, Zendejo. 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 was garbage, <laughs> garbage. And so to replace him with John Johnson, the third, I think huge, huge upgrade. Um, and was really like the one weak spot of their defense, uh, because, you know, their pass rushes, we know is, you know, insane. They got a generational talent in Garrett. Um, so I, I really like this signing. I'm high for the Browns. Um, they, yeah, they just keep making solid move after solid move, honestly. Um, Jose, yeah. how are you feeling? I mean, okay, we were talking about this before. I think it's a great pickup. Like, no doubt it's a great pickup. He's a great player, probably, you know, a top five uh, free safety. But I feel like the, the secondary of the Browns is, like, so – they've got so many pieces still to figure out. Carl Joseph, you yeah. got Greedy Williams who hasn't played a snap. They've got Del Pitt. They've got Denzel Ward, who's obviously their, you know, their franchise piece, you know, over there. But they still got obviously um, Sendejo. But <laughs> like, I don't know. I just I want to see how how they figure this out. I really hope it works out for them uh, because you know that one thing that they were lacking is that secondary, obviously. Yeah, good move. Simple as that. We'll leave it like that. Yep. Um, next one, uh, we got Joe. Is it Tooney? Tooney? Tooney, yeah. Tooney, Tooney. Uh, going to the Chiefs, uh, you know, replacing the two guys that they, they gave up um, during this offseason on the O line. Uh, Liam, how you feeling? I thought it was a way too big of a contract for a guy that's at the best, the fourth best guard in the league, and he got paid like he was Quentin Nelson. Like, what is Quentin Nelson going to get 20 million a year for being an interior guy uh, now based uh-huh. on what Joe Thieme got? I mean, honestly, I love Quinn Nelson. He's a generational guard. Keep using generational, but this guy is a generational guard. He's gonna go. He's going to Canton. But um, like See the move, but I think I it was an overpay. I don't like how they cut Mitchell Schwartz. I think Mitchell Schwartz is a top three tackle in the NFL. So, uh, good move, but I don't know. Not yeah, my. If favorite. you're gonna give him they this also money, got, why not just sign Schwartz? Yeah, yeah. they also got more, um, Zach Martin. I think so. I'll check on that. Was, oh, yeah, I think he did. Damn. I mean, I think it's a move that they had to make. They definitely overpaid, uh, especially because I think he was tagged last year by the Pats. Am I correct? Uh, yes. Okay. Like, I think the Pats really boosted his value by tagging him and then you know, playing him out another season. Um, I don't think he would have got the same contract had he gone into free agency last season. Um, but I think it's a move that they had to make. Now they've got to address their tackle spots. Are they, are they playing too many at tackle or are they keeping him interior? Who do they, they got to tackle? Uh, I think Joe contract's bigger. I just checked. But, uh, yeah, I don't know they yeah. have a tackle. They signed um, – what's his name? Kyle Long or whatever came out of retirement and signed right, – he's a right guard. So really? They got, two, they got two guards. They don't have a tackle. That's, tackle's most important. That's kind of so. gross. Kyle Long? <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, that's not, that's not ideal. 
Um, and then finally, we'll do the uh, we'll do the two new Cardinals, and then we'll touch on the the former Cardinal. Uh, you know, we got JJ Watt and Rodney Hudson uh, both going to the Cardinals. I think uh, you know, really, really solid moves for them. Um, you know, just help, and especially Rodney Hudson. I'm really more excited about Rodney Hudson than I am JJ Watt, just because you know that is you know one of the best centers, and you know, you know, crucial for a young quarterback like Kyler. Um, I really, really love that move because their O-line has been uh, somewhat of an issue the last couple of years. So I love that. You know, Watt, I, I like Watt too, but I actually really like Hudson more, to be honest, for them. Yeah. I don't know how you guys, you guys feel. You said it perfectly. Yeah, I, mean, I don't think there's anything else. Yeah. Yeah, perfect. Next, uh, Patrick Peterson uh, going to the Vikings, um, which is kind of weird because, I mean, Vikings defense is – Pretty shitty last year. I think but, it's you know. I think it's like two seasons too late though. Yeah, yeah. he's still been solid. Could have put. Yeah, yeah but like the window. Thing, like damn, I want to see him compete. You know. But, yeah. Um, the mean, window of the Vikings, yeah. like defense defensively, two years ago was so much better. Um, when what's his face was in his prime. Uh, Xavier um, Rhodes. Who's their star corner? Xavier Rhodes. Yes. Xavier yes. Rhodes. Like him and Rhodes would have been insane. I remember Mr. Smith talking about he wanted Pat Pete so bad. Uh, that like been yeah, like back then it would have been so so good, and the, the Vikings could have maybe had a chance, but now it's like it's whatever. But I think he's yeah. still a solid guy. You know, hopefully he can coach yeah. up those young corners. But he's been solid though. Yeah. I mean, we saw everyone thought Xavier Rhodes was nothing, and then he turned out to be something good for the Colts. So this guy's still a super athlete. You know, he was amazing there at LSU. He's been a crazy athlete on the Cardinals. I hope he does well, and I think he can still yeah. you know be a solid corner. He's got to be able to guard Devontae mm-hmm. Adams, though, so that's going to be a tough task for him. Yep. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm yeah. not doubting his ability still. It's just like, damn, I just, you know, it's like the Vikings. I wish he would have gone to some, you know, someplace where he could compete for a title or something. Um, and then, Liam, you still have time for, what, we have one, two, three more guys? Uh, we can just speed rush them real quick. Yeah. All right, yeah, so guys, real quick, uh, first one, Matthew Judon, Patriots. Uh, I think we can all agree. We'll just do, like, thumbs up, thumbs Great up. Great thumbs up. up. Two thumbs up, Patriots. Oh, I think you overpaid. Overpaid. Overpaid, overpaid yes. but, but good guy. Still solid. Yeah, still solid. Wait, Next, no, we, we can't do thumbs up. We can't do thumbs up. Or what about our Spotify listeners? Oh, oh, but we all got thumbs up for the viewers listening. Yeah. yeah. We all got thumbs up. Uh, next, uh, Shaq Barrett returning the Bucks. Uh, Great pickup. Thumbs up Sorry, again. I mean, he was thumbs one of their up. best players on defense. Uh, you know, crazy Super Bowl winner. Uh, finally, Hassan Riddick, Panthers. Um, solid. I, I like to pick up, but I hope he gets his bag. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. But um, otherwise, um, we have to come back when the wide receivers uh, decide where they're going to go. The big ones. I think we got to make a little bit yes. of an episode about that. Yep. Mm-hmm. Big time. We'll come back for that when the Juju, um, who else? Galladay and then Fuller. When those three sign, we'll for sure let you know how we're feeling about those. But uh, without further ado, I think uh, that's going to end it for this week. Um, next week, honestly, these next few weeks probably just going to be surprises, honestly. You know, we could have some – There's NBA a lot more. of stuff. A lot of stuff. March Madness. Mock drafts, March Madness. Oh, like so March who Madness. Knows? Yeah, who knows. Yeah. But for sure, uh, go online, do our brackets. You know, we want to see you know, who's getting the best bracket this year. I think it's going to be a crazy March Madness. COVID and everything, who knows what's oh. going to happen, bro. So ready. So ready. It starts yeah, at Friday at 15. I love it. I get out of Oregon, Oregon, baby. Right there. All right. Let's go Oregon. Sign oh, it now. We're going all the way. Peace. All right.
Peace, you guys. Peace.